You're listening to episode 124 of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast, where I'll be discussing financial fitness and how to pay off $10,000 in credit card debt this year. Welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. Are you struggling with finding the time to make or buy healthy meals for yourself and your family? Trust me, I get it. I am swamped with running back and forth across town during the day, going client to client and not having a second to myself until I get home at night. And honestly, by the time I get home, I do not want to plan a meal or go out to the store for ingredients and then come home and make dinner for myself and my husband. This is why I order healthy organic meals from Caspiana Catering every week. So each week, Jessica Commages and her team put together a beautiful menu of super nutrition meals that include things like vegan entrees, seafood entrees, rainbow veggie spiral salads, protein breakfast porridge, nourishing glow bowls, and then my favorite, the super seed chocolate almond butter raw bar. I know, it sounds amazing, it is. (laughs) These meals are packed with organic foods and micronutrients that will fuel your day, but without the guilt, I promise. Now, if you're interested in saving some time and boosting your health, then head on over to caspianacatering.com and use the code DANNY15, D-A-N-Y-E-1-5, to save 15% on your first order. Side note, these meals are only available in Shreveport, Bossier, Louisiana, and you must get your orders in by Saturday for Monday pickup or delivery. I can't wait to see what you get, and I hope you enjoy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. My name is Danny. I am your host and I am your resource for fitness, food, and travel. Today's topic is financial fitness. This is part five of my series, and we're just going to keep going through this until I've paid off my $10,000 in credit card debt. We are well on our way, so I'm excited to share part five with you today. I'm going to give you a little recap of part four where we left off because our last recording and financial fitness episode was the 3rd of June, and today is the 21st of August. So I want to give you a little bit of a recap. I'm also going to put all parts one, two, three, and four links in the show notes below. That way, if this doesn't make full sense, you can go back and kind of see the journey because paying off $10,000 is no easy feat. So if you are going through this yourself, know that it's going to take time. And unless you miraculously have somebody, you know, give you $10,000 and not expect it to be returned, it takes 
time and strategy and I'm working through that right now so you definitely get to hear about it real time and I just want to start this off by letting you guys know one of the most beneficial things I have done is I've implemented the habit of checking my bank accounts first thing every morning and Today, I was really excited to check my bank accounts because I knew from yesterday that with some things I was paying off, I was gonna have my credit card, my business credit card below $1,000, which is super exciting. And it was, however, <laughs> oh, this is like why I keep spreadsheets and why I check it every morning. I noticed that my business checking account was in the negative and I was like, what? The H-E-L-L because I had several hundred dollars in there yesterday, like that should have been fine. So I check it and I recognize that I had two annual subscription fees for some business related things come out that I hadn't written down and remembered were going to come out on the same day. So that was really um, sad <laughs> and a strong lesson learned. I'm so glad that I checked my accounts every morning so that I could quickly move some money over from my savings account so that there was no overdraft fee. But Man, oh, what a bummer to wake up and see that. I, I was so excited to be like, oh, I've got a couple hundred dollars there. We're good. Like everything is where it should be. I'm on track. Ugh. But that's okay. That's life. If that has happened to you, let me know. I'm not the only one that opens up their accounts and goes, oh, that annual subscription that I forgot to write down. Yes, it comes out annually. Man, okay. <laughs> So that's life. Happy Wednesday morning, right? Let's now dive back the part four of this paying off $10,000 in credit card debt series. I gave you all five steps that I was using to pay off this money. So we're going to do a quick recap of those five steps. Step one, I made a decision to cut back on some excess travel that I had planned. I was planning on going to Disney in May and I decided to take the money that I had saved up to go to Disney and put it towards paying off credit card debt and saving. Number two, I found a new source of income through promotion of a product that I believed in and currently love and that is Prove It Ketones. Number three, I humbled myself and started driving part-time for waiter, which was really great for the moment. It's not the best option for me currently, but I did it for about two and a half months and it brought in an extra about 250 per week. Uh, that does not, they do not pay for your gas and I have a truck, which it's about $40 a tank. So in the end, it just wasn't a great fit for me, but it was really great for the two and a half months that I did it. It did bring in that extra little bit of income. Number four, I decided to get a third credit card through Capital One because there was no transfer fee and it was interest free until December 2019. So it gave me about six months to pay that off and I've currently just been paying off the minimum $30 per month while focusing on the two credit cards, my business and my personal that I have that have um, interest fees that I have to, you know, pay an amount on every single month. So working on that and then number five, I asked for help from my husband. He's currently working a couple extra overtime shifts every month and therefore able to help provide me about $500 once to twice a month 
that I can put directly towards the credit card. Now, I do want to give a caveat here. This is not like he's just throwing me free money. Like, I had to show him, like, here's my spreadsheet. Here's my plan of action. Here's how I'm paying things off. And I have this plan to kind of pay him slash us back as well and make sure that once my credit cards do get paid off, I am focused on putting that extra money back into our accounts every month so that we, you know, have that to spend on, spend or save on what we want together. So let's see, as to, to go over some numbers, my numbers as of the 3rd of June, and then we'll go over them as of this morning. So I had, I moved $3,000 from my business credit card over to the Capital One credit card. And I had initially about uh, six $5,500 to $6,000 worth of credit card debt on my business credit card. So moved about half of that over. I had $1,400. So then I had $1,400 on the business credit card left. My personal credit card was about $5,800. So that's kind of where we were sitting. And then as of this morning, I have less than $800 on my business credit card to pay off about $2,900 on the Capital One credit card, and about $5,600 on the personal credit card. So we're making the most progress with that business credit card, and that was strategic because it had the higher interest rate in APR of the two credit cards that I started with. So it was very strategic. I was I was paying like 80 bucks a month um, in fees. So I knew it was most important to knock down that chunk of change first, then focus on the personal credit card, and then focus on the Capital One credit card, which of course, as the months get closer to December, it will be more important to pay off that Capital One credit card because it's going to have an even higher interest rate than my business credit card. So we're, we're on track even even with the mishap this morning, I'm really kicking myself for that. And I'm like, all right, Danny, let's put this in your schedule today to go through your Excel spreadsheets and tack it on there for next year to expect this payment annually. So, ugh, that so sucks. It, like, y'all, I was a couple hundred dollars extra and then it, all of that gone. Ugh. Anyway to give some more detail and strategy here. So I had, I guess if you've, if you've followed along with my journey, you all know we had a really tough time this summer and you can go back and listen to two episodes ago to get more detail. But the bottom line is I had this plan <laughs> and I really had expected to pay off my business credit card by the end of July. And that's why I kind of just was like, okay, I've got to get some extra income source. Let me just do this waiter thing. It's easy on, easy off. Like I can do it while it's necessary and then stop when it's not. So I'd expected to pay that business credit card off by the end of July. Um, because of everything that happened with uh, my dad and my family, I I almost had, I had no income coming in really between the second half of June and the first three weeks of July. So that really pushed me back. So in that aspect, I'm super grateful that my husband 
still was getting his paychecks every two weeks because it just doesn't always happen when you are an entrepreneur and everything relies on working with your clients every single week and every single month. So I definitely didn't feel fulfilled as a waiter driver. It might be someone's jam, but I really, I love my health and fitness and wellness and simply picking up food and dropping it off. I, I just didn't feel like I was getting the most out of it. I felt like I could be doing more. So I did stop that towards the end of July. Um, I stopped driving for a waiter. Again, I didn't have any of those clients and you know, that kind of sucked money-wise, but it is what it is, and sometimes you just have to kind of roll with it. So I do feel like I'm back on track for paying off that business credit card by the end of August between clients and private ketones and then my latest additional source of income. So again, I while waiter didn't work out, I still recognize I needed that extra source of income and for such a long time, I've been in this mindset of, oh, I'm this entrepreneur. Like, I don't want to work for somebody else. I hate working for somebody else. I've done the corporate thing. I did the military. Like, I don't want to work for somebody else. I don't want to be under somebody else's rules. So I'm kind of at this happy medium point where I have my clients. I have my, um, like, business networking. Um, oh, what do you call it? The prove it ketones. Why am I blanking on what it's called right now? I don't know. My caffeine hasn't kicked in. <laughs> And this new income source, so instead of waiter, I am now helping with some administrative assistant work, which is awesome. It's kind of like a lot of organization and a lot of business work on the back end, almost as like a freelance contractor for one of the boutique fitness gyms that I train clients in. So that's even more fruitful than waiter. And because of that, I'm really, really pleased looking at my spreadsheets and my projections. I recognize I have to have wiggle room in there because you just never know when a client's going to get sick or if you're going to get sick and a week gets pushed off or payments get pushed off by a couple days and things shift. But I love that I have everything on spreadsheets kind of just separated out so I can see what I tentatively should be making and should be able to pay off. So this source of income somewhat fell into my lap. I've trained at this gym at Sleek Physique actually and for a couple of years. And when I got back from Alaska and spending the time with family, they were going through a transition in ownership. They asked me to come on board. And literally the night before I was talking with my husband, I was like, should I try to go get something else? Should I just focus more on the prove it stuff and my clients? And he was like, just like, don't worry about anything else. Like it'll all work out. Just focus on the prove it stuff, focus on your clients. And that next morning kind of just fell into my lap and I was like, this is perfect. This is going to work out so well. Like, yes, all these things on the back end I want to learn how to do for my business and I'm in the process of learning it. Like, this is just going to be a win-win for everybody. So really excited about that. And it's an extra 20 hours a week for me and that's a relief. So I think it's the right fit. And um, like I said, I was kind of humbled by recognizing that it's okay when you're an entrepreneur, if you don't have all that money in savings, if you don't have a startup and you're really bootstrapping it and things are growing, even if they're going well, it's okay to have a second or third form of income, part of which is paid by somebody else. That's okay. And, and it, it might not be exactly what you want. Like waiter was not what I wanted. Um, it was not the right fit, but I did it for a short period of time because it made sense and I knew it was working towards my long-term goals of paying off that credit card or all the credit cards really. So that was good. Okay, something else I have recently implemented 
is switching my mindset and approach to saving versus trying to have a budget or a budgeting plan. So instead of having a budget and a budgeting plan, I'm having, I have a spending plan, okay? <laughs> and I, I want to go through this in more detail and kind of outline how having a spending plan has changed a lot of things for me and how it can help you. So let me know, send me an email at danny at the dietdoc.com. That will be in the show notes or on Instagram at Danny Phillips or on Facebook. And um, let me know, have you heard of a spending plan? Are you interested in how a spending plan can help with your money goals? And do you know the difference between a spending plan and a budget? I wanna know your thoughts so that I can tailor this episode, the next episode to you and your goals as well as mine. So that's been really monumental and I, I might still need to do some, some deep dive research into myself to figure out why that's made such a difference. But y'all, I've tried budgeting for years and, and especially as an entrepreneur where you're money fluctuates every single month, even though I have some steady sources of income and I feel like I have steady, consistent clients, it fluctuates every month. And for whatever reason, and, and it might be that I have all of these spreadsheets from the past year and a half to, I guess, close to two and a half years now, maybe closer to of what I've made through clients, I can kind of look back and it's easier to see what I want to spend money on, what I need to spend money on as far as bills and things like that. So for whatever reason, the spending plan is really working for me. And if you're having trouble with focusing on a budget, then a spending plan might be the way for you to go as well. So I'm really excited to kind of dive deeper into that and then share that information with you all. That's gonna be all for this episode. I truly hope this is helping you along your journey. I do know at least one of my friends who recently paid off her credit card, and I know she listens to these episodes, so shout out to Annette. I, I'm so proud of you, really, and I'm a little jealous. <laughs> Mine are getting there, slowly but surely. But I would love to give you a shout out for reaching your financial fitness goals, so let me know what those goals are and how you've reached them with these methods or with other methods. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and don't forget this podcast is currently being posted every other week, so next week I will publish a podcast episode from my sister podcast, The Healthy Disney Podcast, so make sure you check out anchor.fm slash healthydisney or you can search Healthy Disney on Apple Podcasts to stay tuned for your fitness, food, and travel resources with relation to Walt Disney World and the Disneyland parks. Have an awesome day, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye. The energy to create this episode of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast was provided by Prove It Ketones, which are a naturally fermented exogenous ketone that gives me a crazy amount of laser focus and mental clarity. Exogenous ketones are basically an energy source that you can only tap into from a nutritional standpoint if you are utilizing the ketogenic diet, which can be difficult to adhere to. However, with Prove-It's nutritionally advanced technology, you can mix these ketone salts into your water, shake it up, and enjoy the many benefits of your body being in ketosis for approximately three to six hours at a time. If you are skeptical or cur your curiosity is piqued, then good. I invite you to head over to danny.proveitnow.com slash keto 101 to learn more about ketones and how they may be able to enhance your life. Again, that's danny, D-A-N-Y-E, dot prove it now, 
P-R-U-V-I-T-N-O-W.com slash keto, K-E-T-O, one zero one. you so much for spending time with me today and listening to the fitness empowerment podcast if you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message this podcast is available via itunes soundcloud and anchor which shares to a multitude of other platforms so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most and if you really truly do enjoy this content then please do me another favor and go over to itunes give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible so thank you in advance for that Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.